vampires. 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 And werewolves. And witches. Homewrecker. You don't understand. Hormone adult teenager. You don't understand. Promposal. Promposal. But which one should I choose? I hate you, Mom. This is Hannah's Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, featuring Saskia and Eric and Hannah Davies. <laughs> Welcome to round 32 of Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, the podcast I, Hannah, created for this very moment uh, to talk about all the teen dramas that I love. It's been a long road. We've watched... 30 of these, obviously, more than 30, we're in round 32, but we're finally in my top 10, uh, and we're finally just, like, sliding up the rainbow, is how I personally feel about it. These two are not on board with me. Please say hello, my darling co-hosts, Eric and Saskia. Hello, it's me, Eric. Hi, everyone, it's Saskia here. How are you feeling about number, uh, 8 and 9 on my top 10 list of teen dramas, or is it... Eight and seven. I think it's eight and nine. No, it's eight and nine. We have seven coming up. Yeah. I got it. Um, I, one of these was much better than the other one. Okay, interesting, because last episode, you said they were both horrible. So, and one of those was The Vampire Diaries, which to me seemed like one of your most hated shows thus far. It, yeah, Vampire Diaries last time was uh, truly despicable. So far, we've learned that Eric hates tweens and vampires or any kind of like magic yeah, yeah. <laughs> the witches one i think yeah uh, what was that called secret circle yeah, yeah secret was circle our, like, very first show that we watched. was worse than vampire diaries for yeah. sure i was thinking about uh just this whole endeavor a lot because it makes me so happy and just talking mm-hmm. about these two shows today are it's just like a dream this is a dream come true for me but I was thinking about all the shows on the list, like what we've watched, and if there are any that, um, like, I really wouldn't stand by. And I think The Secret Circle might be the only one that I genuinely, <laughs> like, I didn't even like it. And I was only watching it because Gail Harolds, who um, played Brian Kinney on, um, oh my god. Oh, Fierce yes. I was, wow. I was going to get there. My yeah. brain. Uh, and I just love him so much. Like, I'll pretty much watch him do anything, no matter how bad it is. And I love Britt Robertson, who is the star of that show, and who was on Life Unexpected, which I do, which I did like. Yeah. Uh, so, so I just... On. Anyway. You would stand by, like, Higher Ground and, like, Young Americans? How can and- you not? I love... I stand by them. Young Wildcats. Americans. Uh, you're thinking of Hellcats, which I know Hellcats. you both very much hated. I very much like that show. I, your That's reaction to it honestly surprised me. <laughs> and I try not to bring it up, because I didn't mean to offend you that much with anything that I showed you. I oh. would have left it off the list if I had known no. that it was going to be so oh. upsetting to you. Um, but no, I don't, I, I, I don't, I'm not saying it's a great show that everyone should love, but right. I liked it. I I'm mm. glad I watched it. I thought that those... Uh, th- Had I not, I would have stopped watching it. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> right? But you did watch, uh, didn't finish a few of them. That's true. I'm still in the middle of a lot of them, but most of them are because they're too good. And yes. it's well, just, like, hard for me that they're so emotionally oh, devastating. Like, I haven't finished Skins. Something happens at the end of season four, and I spoiled it for myself, and I just couldn't, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to see it happen. So I was Ooh. just like, I just froze in my tracks. That's and I it. have not been able to make myself go back, but I have it downloaded. It's on my computer. <laughs> One it's on day, Netflix, I, think. I know. 
it's there too. Yeah, it is. Anyways, let's get into it. We don't have time to of course. talk about teen dramas. Uh, so, our current challenger, the basis of this podcast is that we've been going up a list of my favorite teen dramas, uh, top 40, and we, these two have to decide which one they liked and, and which one they never want to see again. Eric obviously has a favorite. Did you have a, a clear winner here? I'm going to make a statement. I am still undecided where my vote is going to fall. Amazing. Goodness. This is like a survivor. I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> episode. Okay, so our current champion, we're only on the second episode of it, is a show that I love so much. It was really hard for me to not immediately watch the next episode, and I mean, in theory, I could just do whatever I want. This was the first time I was overcome with an overwhelming desire to continue watching and continue. I was, I almost, I almost did. I was like, this I... was an excellent episode, and I can't wait to tell you what my favorite line was, so I really hope <laughs> that Eric did it hate it again, but we're mm. about to find out, I guess. Who wants to tell us what happened on episode two of Gossip Girl, The Wild Brunch? Who did last time? I did The Gossip Girl last time. Okay, go for it. Then. I will continue to do The Gossip Girl. Yeah. Okay, we usually leave this to the end, but I just want to give you quickly the list of food that they ate in this episode. Holy wow, the, right off the bat. Uh, opening mo- was just a montage of food, whereas in our Challenger was an opening montage basically of expensive vehicles. Yeah, and, and we'll kids get arriving to, at school. We'll get to that. But here's the list of what they consumed in this episode. I missed a few things because I didn't know what they were and I didn't have time to figure it's it out. It's totally fair. There was Ice, so much. Cucumbers, coffee, eggs, strawberries dipped in chocolate, champagne, bell peppers, salmon, asparagus, all the cheese, uh, grapes, caviar, which was later specified to be beluga. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a giant thing of meat. Whale? I think it was pork. Yeah, whale caviar. Yeah, what the, mm. I didn't that's even not, try to find it for you guys. There's no way that counts. No. Uh, I wrote, what even is that breakfast pastries with cherries on top? Which is what Dorota <laughs> gives to the girls. Mm. Uh, Chuck's smoothie. What did he put in that? Like GHB? It was very... It, yeah, it looked like he was dropping something it in It was drugs of some yeah, kind. Yeah, for sure. In the morning. I'll take that. If I knew what it was, I would have tried to get it for you, but they never <laughs> told us. Nothing ever came of that. He just put it in there and drank it. <laughs> Whew. Uh, waffles. Tea. Bone dry caps. Uh, croissants. Americanos. And then revenge. <laughs> I hope we get God. all the cheese. Here is the list of the things they ate on our our challenger: diet Pepsi, sushi, uh, peanut butter, and jelly. And they mention um, uh, Brenda mentions like, oh, you can eat all the. I can't remember what she says. Like, you can eat, stuff yourself with pierogies or, or something because because oh, it gets so one. cold in Minneapolis. Oh can, right, right. Where they can yeah. wear sweaters. Gotcha. All right, tell us what happened in the Wild Brunch, episode two, CW, Gossip Girl, two thousand and seven. Such a clever title. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> they do have good titles on it this was, show. Yeah, that's a good title. Yeah, uh, we start off pretty much right where we left off. They got in the car at the end of the last episode, and by they, I mean uh, Serena and Dan mm-hmm. and his Dan sister Jenny. Jenny. After who is Chuck C- tried to Cindy Lou Who from fully. Uh, Assault her. wrench, and every time I see her little face. Oh I'm my like, goodness! Yeah. Think of her. In that yes! Outfit. And yeah, she's I a rock star now, I believe. Don't, let's draw not go that there. comparison. She's a hot mess. I uh, love Jenny. But Dan and Jenny are now home, and they are talking about uh, last night's events. Dan keeps asking her if she's okay, uh, because... Which is good, because we talked about in the previous podcast that that conversation should have happened, and yes. it didn't. This and is then yes. they make it explicit at the beginning of this episode. It has happened. Many times. And it's still happening. Yeah, and she just... great. Yeah, wants it to be 
she's fine, she says. And then she asks She him. blames herself. She's like, I should have known Chuck wouldn't just want to talk to me. I'm like, yeah. Annoying. annoying. It is annoying. <laughs> uh, and then she asks him if he is all right after that very, very embarrassing moment. So the real question is, uh, how are you? Me? Why wouldn't I be okay? You know, at the end of the night with Serena and the... the was it really that bad? This is me. So, uh, good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, good night. Go, walk out of the door. Something. Go. Uh, I think I have brain damage. You know, Dan, if you had brain damage, you wouldn't even know you had brain damage. No, let's go, please. Uh, Williamsburg? No. Hi. So he waved? I wouldn't have taken him for a waiver. No, he was just trying to be funny. Maybe he's shy. Or he hated me. No guy in the history of the world has ever hated you. She probably thinks I hate her now. I've waited my entire adolescent life for a date with this girl. You know, Serena Vanderwoodson. And I decided to close the evening with a wave. It was a nice wave. At the end of a date, come on, there's no such thing. And you only get one shot with a girl like Serena. I got mine, and I blew it. Which means you have nothing to lose. I love except my last shred of dignity. Oh, no. I think that's gone. Which we didn't see because no. yeah. we left them just getting in the car. And I was actually really annoyed by this because this is something I got frustrated with uh, with the OC uh, which is his previous show, uh, they would... He, he means Josh Schwartz. Josh Schwartz, yeah, because I, I forgot his name. Hello, Josh Schwartz. Gossip girl. Uh, they have, like, complete arcs within the episode, but the from episode to episode, the continuity is screwy. So if you were marathoning these two episodes, you would see at the very end... Uh, it ends with Dan and Serena having like a major connection. There's, they're almost soulmates. I don't know if, if, if I go that far actually, but there's like the date is going incredibly well, and he's like, "Am I gonna see you again?" She's like, "Obviously, we're gonna go on a second date." And then at the beginning of this episode, we see like then he screwed. Like it was very but very those awkward. Two things are not incompatible, and like it was going great, and then Until when he tried to say goodbye, he did something. Like what happens isn't that bad. It's not. He just waves, and it's weird. It's an and the cabbie way. doesn't help with the start and stop. It's not like yeah. it goes completely wrong. It's just like it's not a great way to end things. And Jenny's just making a huge deal out of it because she's a little bratty little sister. We're like, oh yeah, that was bad. And she was perhaps expecting a kiss. And instead, she gets at least a getting a walk weird to the door. Yeah. Any kind of non-awkwardness. And he just, like, showed... Like, he's just panicking. Well, he just but went from, Because he's like, been in love with her for so long, I think. But they were so comfortable together the whole first episode. Like, they, every single interaction between them was fluid and comfortable. And then just suddenly... he was focused on, like... You know, save Jenny. They were together for five minutes before it was very a, brief. A it's crisis happened. Very interesting that you're bringing all this up because the conversation that Annoyed. happens between them at the end of the episode, I'm like, dude, they've known each other for like two days. This is an insane conversation. Yeah, we're gonna get but to you, that. I guess you I seem hate to think that, that they too. have a very strong connection. So that's what they, we'll that's see. what it was being portrayed to me is what I interpreted <laughs> okay. it as. 
Let's move on. Uh, yeah, so uh, Serena decides to go and see Blair and talk to her because what the hell happened? Last time she talked to Blair, th- things were fine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she wouldn't talk to her. I'm like, what? what is that about? So she's going to go over there, uh, give her a heads up by calling her, leaving her a message, which Blair's not, not going to listen to. She's just going to delete it. She deletes mm-hmm. the message without listening to the fact that Serena is pr- pretty much on her way over there. Uh, but before that, she has a conversation with her mother where she expects her to go to the brunch that Chuck's father is throwing at the palace. It's a big deal. Again, like your wish is your command. Last episode, you're like, what is up with Chuck's parents? How did he get like this? And then you get a full Bart Bass episode. I was Bart. like, Ooh, here we go. Yeah. Bart Bass. I don't know if, it, if I'd say it's a full Bart Bass episode. He had my favorite line He has maybe two of this lines. episode. And well, he has two, not but not two lines. He has two. He's in two shots. His lines are telling. Let's put it that yeah. way. He's in a, an entire very revealing scene yeah. with another person in which he says those conversations take time, yeah. which was yeah. the funniest thing <laughs> in the world mm. when talking about not sleeping with twenty year olds anymore. <sighs> Go ahead. Uh, so yes, yeah, Serena leaves the palace to go to Just the name of the hotel. The hotel. Which Chuck's dad. Owns which they are staying in because Lily is having the, color the, walls the walls painted. Yeah, so everyone's in this hotel for some reason. How long? Because well, yeah, that's where the brunch is. We'll get back. Yeah. Probably they they'll move back into their home. I assume we'll see at or some point. Perhaps we won't. Maybe they'll be there. Eric well. feels strongly against it. I think. <laughs> uh, so Nate and Dan meet at the at the palace because they both want to go talk to Serena. Favorite Nate. favorite scene of this episode. Wow. Hi, Nate. It's great to see you. Hi, Mrs. Vander Woodson. Good to see you. Oh, I'm just heading out. Oh, is Serena in? Oh, you just missed her, but I'll tell her you came by. I'm sure she'll be happy to hear it. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, what? Come on, Serena loves you. I mean, I think she's always had a little crush on you. <laughs> of course, you and Blair are the perfect couple. Mm. Is Serena going to be long? I could just wait. Oh, well, Dexter here can take care of you. I'm just going to step out for a while. Nate's going to wait for Serena. Great. He can get in line behind that guy. I had a feeling you'd be back. Dan, is it? Humphrey. Yes. It's nice to see you again, Mrs. Vander Woodson. I hope you've had a pleasant uh, uh, 21 hours since I last saw you. Yes, it has been very pleasant until now. Gentlemen. Hey. Hey. Nate, I hate. He's my again. I stand by my comment. He was. He has the most straight moral compass in this episode. Yeah, uh, Nate seems fine to me. I just don't know why. He seems like the. the, He's a douche. I'm with you on that, but he's not. as bad as the other. He's he's the most self conscious of his doucheness. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm not going to lie. Like, that's a shitty thing to do. And yeah, there's a line where Serena says it's it's important to tell a lie if the truth is going to hurt someone or something. And yeah. he's like, why? I'm diametrically opposed to that or whatever. Yeah, like, but he's been not... lying for like a full year. Long time. Yeah. Well, it's been eating at him. That's true. Yeah. Nate is like the closest to, other than Jenny. And he wasn't sleeping. He keeps saying it every time she, like Blair tries to sleep with him because he knows what that means to her. Yes, they've been well. They've been together for a long time. Yeah, Nate is the least douchey in this episode, other it's than maybe Jenny. True. I'm not totally sure about Jenny. Jenny's not douchey, um, but <laughs> she's just trying to. At, at get least in Nate understands that he's a douche, and Dan thinks that he's a hero. Yeah, 
I don't care for Dan much either. Agreed. Not a big fan of Dan. So, so good. We're all Team Chuck now. <laughs> kind no, of. No, we are not Team He's Chuck. He's certainly the most entertaining. Agreed. And no. the one I want to watch more of. Uh-huh. I don't want to see any more Chuck. Oh, uh, so <laughs> delightful. God. In this episode. I can't wait till we talk about your predictions. Um, uh, I'm sorry to, uh, let's, let's move. So continue. they're both in the lobby yeah. and they decide, they decide to wait for Serena for whenever it is she's going to get back. But they run into Serena's mother. Yeah. And so she, she is comes not down. pleased to see either of them really no. waiting there for her daughter, who has just returned home a day ago. Exactly. And, well, Dan, she doesn't want near her because of her history with her father. Yes. And we Rufus. don't really know much at this point what that is. They do have another conversation later on where he, she kind of tries to tell him to tell his son to stay away from her daughter and he's like, no, Dan is exactly what she needs right now, I think. Mm-hmm. And you think she, the reason she does that is because if she told Serena to stay away from Dan, it would have the opposite effect. Yes. Probably. Yeah. She has no other move to make it stop. Yeah, she can't say to Serena uh, why to stay away from Dan because yeah. that's supposed to be a secret. Right. But she also can't just tell her to because she won't just do that because she's being told. So you did predict last time that Rufus and Lily would meet at a bar accidentally and share a drink. Where, in fact, they met for coffee and it was on purpose. It was Extremely intentional. So I'm not going to give you that one. No, that's not correct. That's a failed prediction. You lose points for that, actually. That Exactly. Go ahead. I'm in the minuses? Uh, How does that work? You're a negative one now. Yeah. Uh, so eventually they're they're sick of waiting and they decide to go outside where they encounter Chuck and he's not happy to see Dan at all because the last time he saw him he like punched him for trying to assault yeah. his sister. Yeah, he's got a black eye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Nate has to restrain him from jumping Dan. And Dan yeah. wants the fight. Dan wants the fight because he's still real pissed. This is all happening in front of an extremely expensive hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, owned by Chuck. There's yeah, there's kind of a funny moment where he's uh, where he's like uh, Chuck is like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "What is this your hotel?" And Chuck's like, "Actually, no." Yeah. Nate was like, yeah, ah. like quietly, like actually, it is. It, it is actually. I could not see like Nate doesn't want Dan to like look like an idiot, even though Dan. Punch his best friend in the face and is going yeah. after his girl. Well, his girl. Well, you know what Well, I mean. the one that he's in. The he, girl he's he in actually the, yeah. wants. Yeah. Jesus. Um, and Nate is still trying to be a stand-up dude. And I know he's, it's his hair mostly. He needs to, if he cut his hair, you'd like him better. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's hair is. You missed the beginning scene where they woke up, where uh, Blair called Nate and and they're like, oh, I'm going to call my boyfriend and wake him up for brunch. And he's so hungover, he has no idea what's oh, happening. Oh, yes, yeah. that's right. And then Chuck wakes up with two women in his bed. Because you did, from you also predicted. From his hotel room, from his, his hotel staff. He would yeah. not successfully sexually assault anyone in this episode. And I want to argue that's debatable. Because those are employees of his father. Yes, they are. Yeah. And, and then they demand breakfast. Well, actually, only... Nate does. Nate does. He he turns down sex and then demands breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the douchier things he's done this episode. <laughs> so, I'm just going to say again, I'm not going to give you a point for that. No, I'm I'm going to call that a, a not slight, a either. Yeah. slight sexual assault. He didn't try to. to. He didn't know. He was less aggressive sexually in this episode. And they did seem willing. We should put that on the record. They didn't seem unwilling. But I'm saying that's a power dynamic problem. We don't have the context. The full context. We're going to count that against them. Anyways, he does not end up kicking Dan's ass. 
No, there's no fight. They just end up leaving, and Dan stays behind uh, while Serena is arriving at Blair's. And she, Blair tells Serena that, lo and behold, Nate told her they slept together a year ago, and they are done. She doesn't want her anywhere near her or her friends or at the brunch. No. Look, Blair, I'm really trying to make an effort here. I thought everything was good between us. It was. Before I found out you had sex with my boyfriend. Nate told me. At least he felt he owed me to tell the truth. I don't know what to say. Don't bother saying anything. I wouldn't believe you anyway. Blair, it was... You know, I always knew you were a whore. I never took you for a lie or two. Blair, how can I fix this? You don't, Serena. You just stay away from me my boyfriend, and my friends. You're done here. Serena's visit was short and apparently not very sweet. But you know what is? Revenge. We hear it's best to serve cold. Who's hungry? She's <clears throat> dead to her. And what can she do? Nothing. Your third prediction Blah. was that Blair would slap Serena. I'm going to give you a point on that one because she did emotionally. Emotionally, but not physically. <laughs> and the way Gossip Girl describes their interactions, it is like a war. Yeah. Like, it is like a, like a, like a battle. Serena, it's, it's, yes, it's going to be Serena v. Blair. And Serena has no soldiers. She has Dan. Yeah. And then Jenny is kind of on both sides. Well, yeah. Which we'll talk about. It's a very strange way to characterize it. Especially, like, you know what happens. What I know is just these two episodes. And it doesn't seem like there's a war. It it seems... It doesn't seem like it's there's a, a war brewing or anything. It's a social either. war. It's very strange. Of invitations and, and seats and... Stature. Exactly. Mm. Uh, yeah. The next scene is... Uh, so we, Serena... No, Blair thinks Serena is returning to continue their conversation. Uh, but it's Jenny who shows up. Uh, wanting to return calligraphy pens that she had from the invitations, which Blair thinks is a very lame excuse. Um, and Blair's super mean to her. Yeah. But uh, Jenny helps her. Well, they get dressed for the brunch. They go through a whole bunch of outfits. And then she makes, like, has on this blue dress that her mother made. I think all of her dresses are made by her mother. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, which Jenny really likes, but then... Blair sh- shoots it down, saying it's last year. The color is last year, and she doesn't like it. But then she uh, ends up giving it to Jenny. Yeah, even though because well, it's not good enough for her. That's a, a way into the crew by getting one of the dresses made mm-hmm. by her mom. She dresses her army in her matching outfits. Yeah. Oh, and there's a line in this in this scene where Jenny like is basically asking like. Is did Chuck like tell people you know? Yeah, what's the what's, gossip what's about what happened? Yes, that's right. With us at the party, and Blair's like, "Don't worry, he doesn't usually brag about his. Vic- he likes to brag about his conquest, not, not his, his victims, victims, which is just like is so frustrating as a line because like that's it's I don't know it's weird that it's weird that is it is so open that everybody is like oh yeah Chuck is like Chuck's a, the creepy Chuck's a predator yeah. like but then again isn't that kind of like realistic in a weird way, like 
I I don't know. I, don't I know think people age, would look a bl- would turn a blind eye. I don't know. I feel they like would again people with enough money they just get to do whatever they want. But they would pretend at least. It. It's so strange well, to me yeah, that everyone's okay with it. Like they wouldn't call it out as much, I guess. Yeah, they're just like, oh yeah, Ch- Chuck is like absolutely a monster. And you wouldn't pre- get away with this now, no, on TV. I don't think. Uh, no, I no. But. At least people would like be to, lying to themselves. At yeah. least like no, Chuck's. Not that bad, or stuff like that. Yeah. They wouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, Chuck is just yeah. the devil. <laughs> but he is. For yeah. now. For now. Um, but she also warns Jenny that uh, if you stay in this world, you're going to be, you know, people will start to talk. You need to be ready for that. Yeah. And it seems like the reason Jenny isn't going to press charges or, or tell anyone about this is that she still wants to be a part <clears> of this group. Despite what happened at the party, yeah. and she knows that if she turns is, on Chuck, Chuck is part of it. Um, it's not going to go well for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Serena returns to the hotel, where only Dan remains. Yeah. Nate left with Chuck. Gave up. <clears throat> gotta gotta stay put if you want to get Serena. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, we had another charming encounter with the uh, doorman that you guys both loved. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they need to remove that doorman character. Yeah. Well, I guess then they would only they have do. white people on the show. I know, it does. He actually turns into a Russian guy. Anyways. <laughs> oh, so never mind. Yeah, Get rid of him. Yeah. Even worse. Well, no. Um, but he wants to take her out for a brunch or, well, any kind of food. And He's she's like, well, how about right now? Sorry about the wave. Yes. Which she also talked about being awkward earlier in the episode. Yeah, to her brother. Yeah, and, and she's like, I really like him. He's like smart and cute and yeah. awesome. It's, but then he waved at me. I don't think he likes it. So, which is good because I don't think I need a boy, she says, at this time or something along those she lines. She has a lot of problems happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are like, yeah, she's going to blow off the brunch. going to go to brunch with Dan instead. But then mom arrives and is like, why aren't you ready? We have to go to this brunch. That Bart is throwing. Um, yeah. And it's like, well, I, I'm going out with Dan. And Dan and well, I already have plans. she had said she would go, but that was before she knew that Blair knew that she slept That's with right. And yeah. Nate and was banned from the brunch. Yeah, and I was like, no, I don't want to go near that. Why the fuck did Nate tell her? But she's not going to tell her mom, though. <clears throat> no, because that would be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Fairly, yeah. Yeah. But mom won't have it. It's like, whatever I have to do to get you to go to the brunch, uh, Dan's coming. Dan's going to go. And yeah, like, she's wearing damn like, how is armor, this a good which is idea? like a mean thing to do. It is. Especially since he has no idea what just happened. And Chuck's going to be there. It's Chuck's father's brunch. <laughs> like, come on. That too. <laughs> oh, he looks so good in his bow tie, his black eye. Uh, so they show up at the brunch. I love her dress. The clothes are all pretty oh, great. It's the best part of the show. It's the clothes. Yep. yep. Um, and everybody's like, whoa, what the hell is she doing here with Dan? That guy. That guy. (laughs) Two days ago, none of them knew who they were. Yeah, you get a dozen reaction shots of all the people being like, I can't believe that they showed up. Oh, I'm excited for it. Mm. At one point, we got a, here's what's on the menu from Gossip Girl. Oh, yeah, there was a flash flash forward forward in this episode. That was so so wild. That was blowing my mind. Like, I could not believe that they did that. Yeah, and this episode too as well. Uh, and also, you forgot to mention key detail that when Jenny talked to Blair, she dropped the big secret about Dan's Cabbage Patch doll. Oh, yes. The huge <laughs> secret that matters. It yeah. does matter big time. 
Which, uh, honestly, it made me feel bad because the way he handles it with her, like, if that happened to me, I probably would have, like, reamed my brother out and then punched him in the balls and been like, fuck you, you dumb bitch. You've ruined all the chances. I would not have handled it at all. I I don't understand the Stature. So mad. Stature. Not that, just just that they, like, just don't talk about my shit to people. That's what I would have been mad about. I wouldn't have been mad about how, like, it's fine. Nothing bad happened. I just wouldn't have been as nice. Like, he, like, tries to, like, use it as a lesson to yeah, teach her that he she could get hurt. He doesn't care at Dan's all. Dan's a nice guy. Yeah. I would have, I would not have thought of it that way. I would have been like, fuck you, Tim. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was a bad sister. Mm. Now I would I would do better. Okay, good. I'm I learned glad about that. as an adult <laughs> to behave like a normal human being. Anyways, sorry. They're at the brunch. Everyone's pissed. And then Serena immediately ditches Dan and leaves him by yeah. himself. It's like, I, I gotta go to the bathroom. And she's literally Such gonna be gone for about 20 minutes. At least. At least. She's going to meet freaking Nate. Yeah. So anyway. They can talk about why they can't. Talk, talk anymore. Yeah, so Nate really Sounds tries to get her attention. the second time, <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed that line. That was a good line. She's the best. Oh my god. Uh, I cried twice in this episode. Okay, go ahead. As, yeah, so <laughs> they can't really talk in the in the room next to where everybody is. So no, like, he doesn't want to be seen by Blair. She fucking says it right to him. Yeah, it's like, we gotta go somewhere else. So he gives her the key to Chuck's room. What? Biggest hotel key in the world. It is real big. Fran pointed out it, that it was like an uncut key. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they all was, had one. It was so... It's like the worst prop. Yeah. Like, they're You're spending, spending like, so much money on the outfits. Exactly. And yeah. the sets and, yeah. and the food and everything. Um, and licensing this music. And then... Uh, and they're like, shit, we don't have three matching keys. That's <laughs> so weird. It is so weird. Yeah. Yeah, so the she as Blair, no, Serena, goes up there to meet him, but we don't see her arrive. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure Chuck saw. Uh, yeah, Nate I don't know. The key. I think so. Or, well, we have to assume because the next Otherwise, thing Chuck that does came out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, is give Blair. There's so many names. Blair <laughs> his key to his room. It's like thousands. Um, so that she can finally seal the deal. With Nate, after they've been dating for so long. So I was like, please go up there now into my room and have sex with him. Yeah. While we're at this brunch. Chuck's bed. Perfect timing. Real classy B. It is. So uh, they are like... <laughs> there in- was just two hotel employees <laughs> in it. They probably haven't changed the sheets yet. They are in full swing making out in the elevator. And uh, Nate doesn't know where they're going. He doesn't like, know. Oh, I got him. The- like, this whole, that thing was a, stupid. He's like, wait a dumb. minute, this is He's Chuck's very room. Yeah. As they're in there already with the door closed, making out, about to like go to the bedroom. And who's sitting in the room? Of course, it's Serena. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is she doing here? Which doesn't make sense that she's asking Nate, because he didn't even know where they were going. She took him there, so it, like, she could have been doing anything. But they just straight up say, it's like... She was here to meet me. We were going to talk about why we can't talk to each other. Well, I don't think Serena's going to lie. Even though Serena's the one that's been preached lying, like, she she had nothing to do with that. She told him, like, you know, I, I to me, if I was her, I would feel like he set that up. Yeah, yes. I would, yes, probably. So that's why I would yeah. immediately rat him out. I would feel like she shouldn't be talking to him whatsoever. Maybe because she wants to confront him, why 
he told her, but at this point, like anything she could do. Right. Again, it's her relationship been, like, with Blair. Super close friends since they were children. But yeah, I do. Mm. I agree. I would also be like, all right, whatever. Nate. Not not now. Like if he was gonna tell her, he should have told Serena before, or at least anything, after anything. <laughs> yeah. That it happened. Yeah. It was dick. I mean, you have cell phones, right? It's not like you can't. Oh, it oh, happened we, before we the party. Saw your cell phone. Cell it was get thrown around in this episode. But to, so old. To be fair, this the first two episodes happen over the course of like sixteen hours. Yeah, so. that's true. Very it's, and that's the, that's this show is like it, everything's going so quickly all at the same time, and you're just like, holy crap! How do you people go through all this stuff in <laughs> such a short amount of time? I'm going to try to get through this episode. You're doing so good. Uh, Blair's so pissed, she decides to run to Dan and tell him about Serena's past, what kind of person she is. She's a cheater and a liar. She didn't expect her to be both, but she is. Dan? Hi. I'm Blair Waldorf, Serena's friend. Oh, hey. Yeah, uh, do you happen to know where she is? As a matter of fact, I do. Blair. Serena, there you are. Uh, Where were you? She was waiting in a hotel room. For my boyfriend. To talk. About why we want talking. That doesn't sound any smarter the second time. Why weren't you talking? Does this have anything to do with why you're waiting for Serena this morning? You were what? And here I thought you were waiting for me. Oh, exactly what the situation needs. Chuck. Now, what is going on here? We were just getting to that. Blair, please don't do this. Sorry. Did you want to tell him? I'll tell him. You know? No. No, everything. And apparently I know nothing. Dan, it, it was a long time ago, and I regret it. Look, Serena, stop trying to pretend you're a good girl. So you slept with your best friend's boyfriend. I kind of admire you for it. Is that true? Well, then she ran away and lied about it. I just thought you should know. Before you fall head over heels for your perfect girl in her perfect world, and then get left all alone with no one but your Cabbage Patch kid. Cabbage Patch? Did you talk to my sister? Ah, yes, little Jenny. I do believe she and I have some unfinished business. You stay away from her. Poor Daniel. So little time, so many sluts to fight. It's fine, it's fine. Everyone can stop looking. He's a jerk. But it's my fault, and, and I'm leaving. I'll go with you. Actually, I prefer if you didn't. It turns into a big brawl. And yeah, then it they does. find out that's, that Nate had previously been waiting for Serena. And then Chuck's like, I thought you were waiting for me. And he like gets all pissed off. Too. Yes. It's like, you're not even involved in this. <laughs> and Chuck inserts himse- himself again by bringing up uh, Lily. Jenny, sorry, not Lily. Lily's yeah, the mama. Saying he's going to go after her again. It's and gross. just forces it's so- Dan to punch him. Like, in front of everybody, I'm like, come on, bro. But again, that goes back to what you're saying. It's like, it's so, who is this guy? It's so weird that they tolerate that. I don't know. It's... It's, yeah. Well, I've been over it. Never mind. Yeah. Continue. Uh, no. Dan well, overhears a conversation between Woo! 
Ooh, Lily and Lily Bart. And Bart. This is a big this deal, is you the guys. One. I had Our no idea this happened so soon. This is crazy. They are sleeping together. They're dating. And he doesn't want to share it. No, she won't be seen in public with him. Oh, it's the other way around. Until he stops sleeping around. Jesus. And he, she calls them his... I thought he was his married. harem of shop girls. All right. Okay? Well, it just seems to me that you're the one that doesn't want to be seen together in public. I do want to be seen together. I just don't want to see you with anyone else. Tell your harem of shop girls and models that you're seeing someone. I am, but those conversations take a little time. Well, they've got nothing but time, Bart. They're 25. So these, like, he's talking... She's literally talking about, like, women who work in stores... Who like sell stuff like yeah. 20, 25 year olds or whatever. And he says to her, these conversations take time. With the. He can't, he has to break up with them. Shop girls? Slowly over time, which is why he hasn't completely stopped sleeping with other women, which is why she will not admit publicly in front of all these, like, their, you know, high society friends that they're in a relationship together. That conversation was crazy. And then she looks up and sees Dan heard the whole thing. And she demands his son. That is Chuck's father and Serena's mother. Do you understand? Is it a big deal? If they get married, can you imagine? She'd have to be his brother. Oh my god! And then Dan would be dating her. That's a awkward. <laughs> and then there's Rufus. You like you know something's gonna go on with Lily. And oh Rufus. yeah, Rufus is. Oh my god, young dad. By the way, Rufus is the worst character on this show. <laughs> he's <laughs> really bad in this episode. I cannot stand him. Yeah, he doesn't. He's yeah. This first season, the what they like the the character that like I again I think. Similes are trying to follow the books this first season, and then they figure they almost make the characters more like these actors and, and kind of follow their strengths, and yeah. then it turns into a better show. Because yeah, Chuck is so not Chuck, and and yeah, he's not very he's very weird. In these first couple of episodes, and I'm just like, his yeah. acting is very well. He's well, that I don't know if that gets better. I can't say. <laughs> he's he's a weird one. He's the worst actor on the show. Lily Lily's actress is the best. Oh, actor she's. Smoked this episode. The mom? Yeah. Yeah, she's maybe the best character. Uh, wow. Serena's she's mom, a yeah. horrible mother. Yeah, it's... <laughs> good, I don't know if I'd go that way at this good time. Good character, though. She's still not telling anyone about um, where her uh, her, son her son, yeah. Yeah, no. Okay, let's and wrap it up. Then what happens? They're all the fighting. They're Dan all screaming at each other. Dan punches Chuck again, and Dan leaves alone. Blair or Serena breaks tries up to Serena, basically. Yeah, like, like I'm I leaving didn't this party. Were. I didn't. And you're not who I thought you were. Yeah. By the way, fuck you, Dan. This like, was the conversation. <laughs> it was like literally 24 hours, 48 hours. They've known each other. Jacob was in the room and heard this. Like they've only known each other for two days, and no, this is the they, conversation they're, they're having. Known each, well, he's known. her. He's been like, in love with he's her. Been, he's decided who she was a yeah. long time ago, right? And it's like, like he says in the speech, he's like, I, I've always knew you hung out with these people, but I thought you were different from them. I always looked at you as being like actually an independent, like cool person, and and you're not. You're just as bad as them. You you do bad things like they do, which is I agreed, insane. <laughs> But not for a 17-year-old boy. Like, that's total 17-year-old boy logic. I guess so. But I don't want to see a 17-year-old boy on the screen, I guess. Yeah. I want to see good characters. (laughs) It's not like he's not going to learn his lesson, that he's very mistaken. Sure. It's true. It's not like they're not going to be, like, a golden couple and go to prom and get married one day. Oh. Maybe. We don't know. Uh, So... Gotta keep watching to find out. (laughs) 
Blair and Nate make up. It's all fine again. again. Like, what the fuck? Stitch him. <laughs> and uh, Jenny tries on the new dress, is super happy about it, fits great. And Serena goes through a cell phone with photos of her, God, Blair, this... Chuck, and Nate. And then she throws it in the garbage. She throws it in the garbage. I laughed for a full three it, and a half minutes. Like, what? <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Yeah. To me, that scene was like, if she was literally just going to walk out of Manhattan, like, and, and, like run away. Yeah. Like, and I don't think she's going to. No, it's just no. like she's just going to go buy a new phone with a different number. Like, like this is. I'm not throwing away the phone. I'm throwing away these photographs and yeah. these memories. Just delete the photographs. Goodbye. What are you it's doing? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's really it, maybe it's a burner phone. I don't. I just don't know. <laughs> like from the wire. Exactly. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was very strange. strange. Beautiful shot. Um, but that's it. Yeah, so I hated this episode. Uh, wow. More, more, more than the first one? More than the first oh, one. Oh, no. Um, it's, yeah, so I... I loved it so much. Absolutely despise Chuck. Uh, well, that's fine. That's, it's okay to hate people. But I don't like the way that they're portraying, like, oh, he's he's kind of like a, don't you like this bad boy? Like, isn't he fun? He's not fun. He's dangerous. Yeah. He's a very, very... He's and a sexual predator. Yeah. He's, We're all with you on that. And um, No one is disagreeing. One thing that I didn't... I don't think they hit as hard, or they tried he's to hit as hard hit in the... He's gotten twice in two episodes. I think, I mean... Only Dan cares about that. Well, so yeah, far. Yeah, they're all... So far. But yes. Uh, <laughs> like, in the same vein. I'm like, Nate's not a, not a great guy. He should should realize that. He's the now. closest to a good guy that we got here. <laughs> he's trying, like, he did shitty things and he's trying to make up for them. Dan is like, uh, Serena did one thing a year ago that before I ever met her and I'm like, I'm going to throw her away now. She's, in- she's, intense, she's just so disappointed uh, to me. Um, but he could she could have told him though what he was walking in on. I, yeah, well, she tried to. I mean, I guess there's no... He doesn't know they didn't just find out right before they ran up and told him, yeah. I guess. Um, I think that they, they didn't, try, They didn't like, lean on this so heavily in the first episode, but they talk a lot about, like, class warfare, and, like, they're really going leaning on the, like, uh, Dan and Jenny's family are, like, the poor yeah. kids. Yeah, that best line was when he yelled, I'm not, I'm not from... Where did he say he was? Ozark. Oh, the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. I'm not from the Ozarks. No offense to the Ozarks. Which no, yeah, but which it, was insane. It's like thing to say. It's so weird that they're trying to. I feel like they're trying to recapture like the interesting parts of the OC, and I feel like they're trying to merge Ryan and Seth into one Jesus. character. Jesus, you were thinking too hard about that. Yes, no, that's it, insane. Yeah, it's, I agree. They're that's, trying to it's based on a book which was written. The but, OC is based on Josh Schwartz's actual childhood, and he is Seth. But that's why he that's why he grabbed Gossip Girl. It's cuz he's like, "Oh, I, I I can recapture the magic though, see, with um, this with this book." Okay. My God. Uh, Let's talk about our predictions for uh, the next episode yeah. of Gossip Girl if we get to watch it. I predict that Chuck is going to punch Dan in the face this time. Okay? And not the other way around for the first time in three episodes. Chuck punches Dan? Yeah. Uh, second prediction Serena will get Blair a present, maybe in the form of a basket. Another present? Because this time she brought her um, breakfast at Tiffany's and... Oh, that's a tradition. A dry cap and and a croissant. Oh, I have new traditions now. Well, if they're new, they're not traditions. A present trying to fix their relationship. It's Blair 
present to make amends. Okay, I already feel like that's not going to happen, but I'm going to stick with it. Uh, number three, I will choose to predict something about. Who? Uh, let's go with Bart. Bart Bass. Bart Bass uh, will yell at his son. Bart yells at Chuck. Okay. Okay. I don't think anyone's ever uh, shown Chuck discipline. They had a, a yeah, they had a weird conversation in this one, but yes. it's not super important. Uh, so this round is kind of the battle of the richy riches, and it's the same story where like a rich kid is actually the poor kid among the rich kids. Yes. yes. So our challenger is uh, Fox 1990s Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, this show. It was my first teen drama. Like, I, I talked about when we watched Degrassi that Aaron Spelling both basically saw Degrassi and was like, well, I'm going to do this in my town. Um, but I didn't know that. And I, I, I was watching this at 10 years old, being like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is what high school is going to be like. And then imagine yeah. my surprise yeah. when I got there. Like, did you see that they had microwaves outside plugged in? Like, there was a line of microwaves on the table. <laughs> yeah. I was like, What? <laughs> is this? And I think they were trying to apply that their lunch was being catered. Uh, not that they would use the microwaves. Oh my. It was so weird. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, we watched the class of Beverly Hills part one, which is the first half of the uh, two part yeah. Which evidently Premier. Eric perceived to be a good episode, seeing that this was not the one. Well, you made say. it pretty made clear it. that Gossip Girl did not work for you, so you had felt a great differently time. about Brandon and Brenda. I had a wow. had a wonderful time watching this. Uh, the only thing is, um, so we had a discussion uh, over like whether we should watch both halves of this of this pilot, uh, pilot and I wish that we'd watched both halves because it's. Uh, it's not really, like, two episodes. Like, they... It definitely completely ends in the middle of the episode. I watched... Like, I, I kept watching just to see what happened. Yeah. They replay part of the opening, at least in the in the yeah. thing that we have. Then it cuts to black. Then it just, like, starts in the middle of the club. Like, it, How it's weird. so strange. So, Very obviously, it, I think what happened is, um, because this is from 1990, things are very different now. But when this probably originally aired as a television movie, and then to sell it in syndication, they had to cut it into two oh, episodes okay. and put the credits into the second part, because it's yeah. the rule of, like, it has to be a certain length. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't play, like, two episodes, for sure. But I was... Yeah. I was watching it on a DVD that Hannah lent me, and <laughs> I do own this on DVD. Oh, we talked about that last time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, uh, it just doesn't cut. It, it. doesn't cut. Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling. Which is, is better. So, uh, unfortunately, we only watched, like, half of a story, um, <clears throat> but that'll make it easier for Hopefully me to... Hopefully we'll get to watch the second Yeah. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> this is a, a much smaller episode, even though, like, uh, even though it's the same length, there's really only six characters that like a bunch of characters are named but there's only six characters that like have any um have anything important to do we've got brenda and brandon is it brendan or brandon brandon Bra brenda and brandon Walsh. just moved from uh minneapolis to beverly hills um and uh, they're the new kids in school they're they're uh they're twins they are twins they're mm -hmm. in the same grade uh did a lot of research to uh 
figure out that because I, I just wanted to make sure how old, I knew I how old I could have told you was. that you could have just texted me I should have I mean I should have I didn't realize they're twins until this morning I'm sorry to surprise you with it no 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 to, I know this oh. before earlier today I found it out so um, <laughs> we open on Brent, uh, Brandon uh, waking up and uh, his alarm he has this like absurdly strange like, it's Robotic, time to wake which up. Which is very high-tech for 1990, probably, right? <laughs> yeah. You gotta think of it through that lens. Um, and he uh, he up. delivers some exposition almost yeah, directly to the bad. camera. As soon as he did that, I was like, damn it. First day of school. Oh, strange city. No house. No friends. I'm psyched. This is never going to work out for me. He's talking I am shocked. to himself. I am shocked again at your reaction. We never know what this which time way you're the other way. It's, it's random almost. Yeah. Uh, at, at this point, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. This is no. This is no, no good. It was. A it's rough one. very orange. No one, also, no one would do that. The color, the color of the episode. It just screams so orange. Yeah, um, that's the thing about this show that uh, that I enjoyed, as opposed to Gossip Girl. They're both like going for fun. They're both like campy in a way, but nine hundred two one zero is there. The way that they interpret fun is like bright colors, um, uh, fun music, and it's like very very bouncy. I don't know. It's it's more fun. Like Gossip Girl's like very catty. Like every single thing that any one person says to another person it's like snarky and sarcastic and in 90210 it's like goofy and silly and i don't know if kelly is goofy or silly she was pretty like mean girl i mean she was being nice i guess but she yeah it's she was trying to be nice by being mean to someone yeah, else. exactly <laughs> so just, i think that was definitely telling of her yeah. future actions towards all people um brandon and brenda are getting ready to go to school um they're having like a bit of a uh, argument because Brenda's taking too long to get ready. She has nothing to wear. Yeah, so at their old school, Brandon was the popular kid. Brenda was uh, n- nobody, I guess. She's getting ready. She's excited to start over, to start fresh. Um, and we see that uh, uh, she immediately falls in with the cool kids. Um, by chance. By because, chance, yes. Because Kelly we can tell immediately from this scene that she's not a nice person because some big girl comes in and she does not want her sitting next to her. No I, one does. It's They're really mean. So mean. Like That's very, really, very mean. Really and strange. she's like, this seat is saved for that girl. Yeah. They're, <laughs> Which happens to be. Their chemistry teacher. the exact teacher. same move Serena uses on Dan to get out of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, their I chemistry teacher. That guy. Is yeah. Guillermo del Toro. And he says, explains at the beginning of the of the class, like, be very cautious who you sit next to because that will be your lab partner for the rest of the semester. I don't know why it's so important to him that uh, that the person that they sit with is their lab partner. It was just to set up that whole thing. Um, and I was actually really hoping that uh, like s- someone walks in and she's like trying to s- find a place to sit, and everyone's like moving around and like the this seat's taken, this seat's taken. I was hoping that they would we would get some more like um, uh, explanation for that, but I do think it's because she's not super skinny. 
because um, she doesn't have any lines. Yeah, no. You know, that's all it was. Well, Kelly, it's like, very later explains about, like, this is, school is different from other schools. There are famous parents here, and, like, yeah. you look a certain way, and you do make one wrong move, and you're out. You know, it's a good thing you met me when you did. West Beverly isn't like other schools. Kids here are richer. Some of their parents are celebs. So, it's definitely not your normal high school. And socially, it's really intense. You make one false move in your history. I mean, if people here saw you eating lunch alone today like that guy over there. You know, I had a lot of great friends at my old school. In Minneapolis? Yeah. Hi. Hi. But it's so cold. I could never deal with cold. You'd get over it. Oh, I get fat. Yeah, it's great. I mean, all winter you can eat whatever you want and then hide it under bulky sweaters. Oh, that's definitely not Beverly Hills. Somebody here is always throwing a pool party, so you never really get a chance to pig out, you know? So yeah, they were like basically just fat shaming her. I also feel like they put her in not as cool of clothing as all the other kids. Yeah, her hair was pretty bad. <laughs> it's I couldn't tell that. All in all. Fran was really annoyed with this because it's nice. 90s fashion. She couldn't immediately look at someone and know if they were supposed to be a nerd or a popular kid. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, a oh, lot okay. of... Poor millennials. One of it's Kelly's outfits? so hard on you. I'm so sorry. That was not good fashion. Oh, Are you talking about like the turquoise, uh, the turquoise spanks or whatever? Well, no. There was like 500 colors. Like I can't say much for colors. I like to wear colors. But she was wearing like those red tights uh, with those like... Short biker white and yeah. polka dot spandex. Those and then polka like dot spandex are like a classic Kelly outfit. She wears those a lot. But then they were like it, in combination with everything else, the whole, it was crazy. Yeah, um, like no, just like Gossip Girl, the outfits alone are a good reason to watch <laughs> ten years of this show. Um, so uh, Kelly, meanwhile, is it started in 1990. So you're getting at the. Yeah, whole 90s. It's pretty oh, yeah, great. that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, sl- with a little bit of the 80s still bleeding in at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Kelly um, is, uh, she, she's came back from summer and she got a nose job over yes, the summer. Yes, which is a huge deal. She's very excited about Rhino that. Which her ex points out as soon as yeah, he says Steve, Steve Sanders. Um, he Apparently he was calling her all summer. Uh, and she was not picking up the phone. I think it's quite obvious he's not over her. From no, definitely not. And anytime someone he is asks... like the Matt of from Vampire Diaries. Oh God, that's unfortunate. Right, okay. right? He's like following her around, like Matt was following Elena around. Yeah, yeah. which he does for eight seasons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of same on this show. Um, but uh, anytime they have, like, someone, a ooh. Um, someone's whenever someone says to to Steve like, "Oh, what happened?" He's just like, "I dumped her." I dumped her. So he's really uh, he's really self conscious about the fact that she obviously broke up with him. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, uh, Brenda uh, hooks up with Kelly very quickly, and Brandon hooks up with Steve just by also by chance. Just they happen to sit next to each other in Spanish, yeah. and Steve has Which to no like, one speaks. Yeah, yeah, except Andrea. Yes. Oh, I forgot about Andrea. Yes, yeah, there's seven characters. Um, so uh, Brandon is a uh, he was a he was on the on the paper back in Minneapolis, the school paper. So he applies to be the uh, yeah he covered the sports. So he applies to be the uh, to to write for this paper, which Andrea is the editor for. Andrea. Andrea. She insists on it. Uh, so she says, "Okay, so if you want to, if you want to write for the for the paper, I got two assignments. You can cover the disposal of the chemical toxic waste, the toxic waste from chemistry class, 
or you can cover the girls' water polo uh, match. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, we didn't have water polo back in Minneapolis, so I'm interested, I'm interested in a new challenge. I'll cover the water polo match. This story makes no sense. It doesn't. Does anyone else know why? Because he says he covers sports, and one of the two stories she offers him is about sports, so obviously he's going to choose that I mean, over toxic waste. To and me, that's the obvious thing. That's like, not the other reason why it makes why? no sense. She later says that every time a man comes oh, in there, she yeah. offers this, right? So to, from that logic... Both stories would have to be fake. I thought they, they were. I definitely thought they were. Chemistry You're problem right. with leaking chemicals. Like someone should look into that, which he eventually does. Uh-huh. But how long has that been happening? They just don't look into it because no, the guys just... always pick water polo. That makes no sense. When she said, "Where's my article? Article about toxic waste?" I was like, "Wait a minute! I thought that was fake." Yeah, the toxic I about waste that. has been there the whole time, and she's been doing nothing about it. This is what uh. I think. This is what I think. Most of the guys pick uh, pick the water polo, and she's like, Get "You're out of here." here. You, you I agree, but for like months, too. how like over the last twenty four hours? I think that she leaves. And she's like, well, I want to have that as a fa- that as makes a story. No sense. Um, but that so was she, my one problem with this episode. She thinks that he picks water polo because he wants to see girls in bikinis. Yeah, who um, But I don't think they're in bikinis. I, I have I no idea what people wear for water piece. polo. I don't either. Swimsuits. I don't know if they're. Oh not. yeah, they would be wearing. They play it on the OC. But I, didn't, I never watched it. I see looked it. away. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, I, I didn't really read from this scene. Is he choosing the water polo because he is interested in sports, or is she right and he wants to, like, peek at ladies? No, Brandon's not like that. I didn't think so, but I didn't know if we were supposed to think think that. I mean, I it guess was just a flawed, keep watching flawed to what happens scenario with and him and Marianne. Yes. They'll figure it out. And we're also following uh, two freshmen who, who show up. I don't know either of their names. David and Scott. David and Scott. One of them ends up married to Megan Fox in the real world. Oh, wow. So that That's should cool. be aspirational. Um, and they're just excited because they, like, they're... They're finally in high school. They're finally in high school. Very cool high school. The babes are outrageous. Oh, wow. That was uh, the best. That uh, was the best line. Hey, what's up, Scott? I can't find my locker. Number 1533. This place is huge, like five times as big as junior high. Yeah, I know, the steps are even bigger. But the babes are outrageous. Oh, um, <laughs> David is my favorite character. I'm going to just lay that out here. Uh, Which one's David? Is he the one in the suit? He's the one with the floppy hair who, he, who drives? driving Steve home. Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. I, he Played was... by Brian Austin Green, who He's... is now... Married to Megan Fox, really funny. Has many children with her. Um, so at the lunch at the lunch period, he was. Oh no, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say he was on Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles, which we oh, all yeah. watched together. But I don't think he was in the episodes that we watched. He, no, I think he doesn't show up till season two. You didn't like that either. I, didn't. I know. I remember. That's um, what I was bringing. <laughs> so Brenda and Brandon had had agreed beforehand to meet up at lunch, so yeah. that Brendan. So that Brenda, Brendan, Brenda yes. didn't look like she was a geek sitting alone with no friends. But she, um, since she instantly found a, a group of friends, uh, is actually Brandon who goes to uh, sit alone, or does he sit with Steve? Oh, no, he, he sits, sits by himself. himself. No, he sits down with a group of people, and they all get up. And oh, move away. I missed that. Yeah, and then Kelly um, comes out and makes fun of him. Brenda, so that's like, when she like tries to run away, so he won't even like wave to her or anything. Yeah. But then at the party, she's immediately like, "That's my brother." I'm like, "You, 
I also thought that was weird. She wasn't paying that much attention earlier. When like that guy over there. If you're eating lunch by yourself, you're done for. More, co- more comfortable uh, with her at that point, I yeah, think. Yeah, I guess. Um, but it's interesting, uh, like, the their roles are reversed. He used to be the popular kid at his old school. Now he's the loner. Yeah. Uh, she used to be, he's I don't know. having trouble making friends. Yeah. Um, and the and one friend he has made is seems to be the school pariah at the, this current mm-hmm. moment because no Steve doesn't seem to have any other friends. Yes, yeah, Steve is seems to be like he, I, I think they were both popular kids. I think Steve used to be popular, but stuff is going on with him. Yeah. Um, but at this lunch period, we see a plane flies overhead. Jesus, yes. Sky, not skywriting. It's no, got like it's a pulling flag. a banner. Yeah, pulling a, a banner. Everyone's invited to this party this Friday. The two freshmen are very excited, but then a second plane comes by that says no freshmen. Yeah. No freshmen. Very funny to me. Yeah. Very funny gag. So they, um, they end up going to this party. But David's Uh, like, we're going anyway. I don't care. Yeah. He's determined to be popular or to get the most out of school. Yeah. Day Um, one. Similar to, uh, in Greek, the main character in, in Greek. Like he's, uh. Cappy? No, no. What are you talking about? The, the new guy. Rusty. 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 Yeah. The the guy who is, just wants to get the most experiences he can that out makes of college. Much more sense. Um, so uh, Brenda and Brandon um, are like uh, they're both going to the party, but Brenda has to break it to him that she already has friends and it's kind of a girls thing, and and he he's gonna have to go alone. But she kind of like, well, you could come too, I guess. He's like, no, 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 I don't want to cramp your style. Um, so it's interesting that they started out with they're they're the only two that they have, and now they're already kind of broken up. Um, uh, Kelly comes by, Kelly and the, and the gals come by to pick up, uh, Brenda and her mom like walks her to the, to the car and to be introduced to her friends. Very embarrassing. Her mom's name is Cindy Walsh. Uh, the mom seems nice. Um, I liked earlier at the beginning when, uh, Brandon asked for toast and she like dumps out She threw a toaster at him. (laughs) Like that toaster is broken now. And he's like, eh, that's fine. You went through all the trouble of throwing a toaster at me, but I'm, I don't, I'm not hungry anymore. nothing in this episode. They ate nothing. (laughs) Um, so at this party, Brandon is like kind of wandering around. You should say like, Cindy is like, what's your curfew? And they're all like, What? What's a curfew? Curfew. And then she tells Brenda she has to come home at like 12.15 or whatever. Things are... Yeah, she says 12. She's like 12.30. And she's also been introduced to Donna and the other two girls, uh, Kathy and Michelle. Unimportant. Yeah. I I intentionally left their names out. Donna is played by Tori Spelling, who is Aaron Spelling's daughter. Unimportant. one of the main characters of this show. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's it. So at this party, Brandon's kind of like wandering around, and he uh, he wanders away from like the main party and sees someone sitting by herself, and he goes and uh, he's like, "Hey, are you alone? Because I'm alone too." And they kind of like start talking. The first thing she says to him is, "You're sexy," which I thought was very odd. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, are you here by yourself? <sighs> I don't believe it. I'm here by myself too. This party really sucks. I know. I mean, for someone who doesn't know anybody. Why don't you know anyone? Don't you go to Beverly or West Beverly High? I go to West Beverly, but I just moved here. Lucky you. (laughs) Yeah. So what's your story? You're sexy. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) So are you. Do you want to dance? 
Sure. Right here. Okay. <laughs> he, uh, I think it's a distraction because he asks her a question she doesn't want to answer. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. I think it's, it's something about like, um, do you know whose party this is or something? Right. And I think she doesn't want to say, but she doesn't want to lie. Yeah. So she immediately was like, oh, you're like, she just flips it on him. Yeah. But yeah. It's. it's but they, they kind of hit it off. Um, he eventually figures out that this is Marianne. Marianne Moore. Marianne Moore. And this is her house. This is her party. And he's like, well, why do you, why do you throw out a party if you don't like this party? And yeah. she's like, well, my, my parents tell me I need to be social. So, uh, it's that classic trope of like the popular kid who doesn't really want to be popular, but it just kind of fell into her lap. Yeah. Um, and, and this is first of many. Brandon is like uh, the Archie Andrews of 90210, in which he will have a different, extremely important girlfriend pretty much every single episode. Jesus. There are some that come in that, that end up lasting more long term. Yeah. But it's, it's a huge, like, kind of a, a joke about this show is that, like, he's always in love with someone and then they're, like, <laughs> gone. It's, like, always the most important thing that possibly could be happening in his life. And he will <laughs> sacrifice anything for uh. this one person. And then it's just, like, you never see them again. It's really funny. I, I don't know. Well, we'll see her again in the second half of this episode, obviously. Yeah. Not so, much after that. Um, they kind of slow dance. Uh, there's no music playing. Like, there's yeah, music playing for us. She but doesn't want to go back to the party. But there's no music playing for them. So they kind of slow dance just there to silence. Just interesting because, like, in some scenes, the music's playing out of radios. And, like, when they turn the car off, the music stops. Yeah, and we did hear earlier, like, the there was, like, a montage of, like, all the partying going on. And then as Brandon walks away from the party, the music kind of, like, fades out because yeah. he's going away from it. Were there multiple bands at this party? I don't think so. I, I saw a band in the background. Aggressive. It was like my so-called life, Jordan Catalano aggressive. There was a, definitely a drummer and a, yeah, there was three people. I thought there was a new singer, but it was just her on stage dancing, so yeah. it might have been the same people the, the next shot. The music is so much better in this show than it is in Gossip Girl. Disagree. Uh, the music was excellent a second time in Gossip Girl. God, the, and they even like the music in Beverly Hills was fine. Well, because you fucking paid for it. <laughs> so we know all about Hated that. Hated it. You, know, you spend all that money, you put it in there as many times as they'll let you. Cannot stand it. Okay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> other stuff going on with that party. Uh, uh, Ke- Kelly and, and Brenda are talking about, like, oh, we need to, what we need to do Think is uh, get fake IDs, get into clubs, meet some older guys. Yeah, they're yeah. over their high school boyfriends. Um, yeah, because there's a, a scene where uh, Kelly and Brenda are, like, pointing out, like, oh, who's that over there? He's cute. Oh, that's Steve. That's my ex. Um, and then Steve and, and Brandon are talking like, oh, who's that over there? Uh, that's Kelly. It's like, oh, she's cute. Oh, that's my ex. I dumped her. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so that's what leads uh, uh, Kelly she's and Brandon to talk about that. the greatest girl in school, he says, I think. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> she's the, I think, you know what? I think he says, I think she, he says that she's the biggest bitch in school. It's, mm. it's, I was like, whoa, they're allowed to say bitch in the 90s? I didn't know that. On TV? On Fox? Yeah. I guess it is Fox, which is like, at the time was like... Not normal. They were bad boys. The bad boys of television. It's the Simpsons. Very weird. It started with this and the Simpsons. Not sex on teenagers having sex. Wow. And children disrespecting their parents. (laughs) And then there there was the Bundys. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the freshmen, uh, one of them gets pushed into the pool, the one who's not the main. Scott. And he's like, I want to go home. Like, I hate this. My mom's picking us up at 11. Mm. And and David's like, you know, no, I, I'm, I'm staying. I'm going to party. Yeah, girls are going to take their clothes off. <laughs> I bet the girls are going to start taking their tops <laughs> off. Well, I don't know. He has no evidence for that. I don't know where he's getting that Movies, idea from. Um, he's just excited. Yeah. He's excited to be alive. He meets <laughs> Steve. And he's like, who's that Steve over there? Steve is so drunk. Steve is just wow. absolutely trashed. Out of nowhere, too. The scene before that, he was basically he was sober. And then all of a sudden... drinking whiskey straight out of the bottle. Wow. Yeah. He's very upset. He, like, asks Kelly to dance. And she's like, no. No way, Steve. Hi, <laughs> yeah. Steve. Um, he's and really pissed off. He, he meets Steve and it's like, whoa, you're, you dated Kelly? She's so hot. And, yeah. and he's like, And he's no. also obsessed with Steve's mom, who is, like, a very famous sitcom actress. You know her? Yeah, I know her. She's hot. She is the biggest bitch at West Beverly High. I should know. I went out with her for a year. Well, what happened? I dumped her. She's lousy in bed. She's got a nasty personality. I could live with that. Who are you? Oh, uh, David Silver. Steve Sanders. Wait, wait, your mom, uh, she's not Samantha Sanders from the Hartley House? I grew up watching that show in reruns. For five years, she was on Channel 4 at 7.30, then Channel 7 at 6.30, and then she was on twice a day. Once at 9 in the morning and once at 5.30. All right, I get the point. I gotta tell you, I love your mom. I mean, she is like the perfect mom. Look, I hate to break your heart, but my mom, she's not the perfect mom. And that ain't the perfect girl. There's a shot of, like, David going, like, oh, she used to be, that show was on 4.30s on Monday to Tuesday, then Wednesday and Thursday she was on at 5.30s, and then they would show it again, back to back, on Saturdays. And it's just, like, Steve, like, loading uh, an imaginary gun and shooting himself in the head over and over and over. One of my favorite lines in this episode was when he was like, you know, my mom is not the perfect mom and that is not the perfect girl. Like, everything you think is true is is you're in for some fucking reality friend. (laughs) But he's lucky, Steve is lucky that he did meet David because he's way too drunk to drive. Ish. Well. (laughs) So lucky. His friends were already trying to take his keys. Yeah. Um, he's way too drunk to drive, and he's he's trying to drive home. They're like, Steve, no way. There's no way you can drive. Or um, friends, whatever. Uh, and, and he spots David, like, there's my buddy. He'll drive me home. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, good. Here's the keys. He's By the way... 14 years old. Yeah, he does not have... He's in grade nine. He does not have a, a license. Um, he's driving an extremely expensive car with a license plate Oh, that the reads. license plate says, I ate a Ferrari. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Which rules. Yeah. He needs, he likes his, uh, his um, Lambo. So, uh, uh, he's, David says to Steve before he takes off, he's like, by the way, I just have to tell you something. I don't have a license. Are you cool with that? And Steve just howls. Yeah. He's like, yeah! Yeah. yeah. He's very drunk. <laughs> so, um, they're driving back, uh, and, uh, cops pull up behind them. And Before that, the girls pass them. Yeah, the girls pass. He's like, hey, how's it going, Somebody ladies? knows who drove it driving your car. I love this. They're, they're, like, teasing Steve. Like, hey, some geek is driving your car, Steve. And he's like, they told you. Like, he's <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> laughing. 
funny. That was so good. Um, and then the cops pull up behind them. Dave is afraid. He's like, oh, what are we going to do? They, I guess Steve is a football guy because he happens to have a, like a football this helmet. This no sense to me. Of his car. Why would this is all the more reason to pull them over? Yeah, <laughs> driving your helmet on. The cops pull up next to them, and Dave, it's a red light. <laughs> David, uh, David looks over. He's wearing the full football regalia, and he's like, "Go Wildcats!" Yeah, it's <laughs> insane, and it works. Um, so David finally gets him home. Uh, Steve's like, hey, thanks for driving me home. But David, because he doesn't know, he puts the car in neutral instead of in park. Yeah. So after Steve gets inside... Yeah, the, he's like, I'm going to look at your face. I'm going to remember you. You're my buddy <laughs> I'm going to remember this, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. And then he gets inside, and then immediately the car just rolls down the hill, smashes into another car, and David runs home. He's yeah. scared. Uh, okay, so fair. Steve saw him, but he's really drunk. The girls saw him, but they're not really paying attention. Was there any other way he could possibly get caught for what happened? Mm. Well, his buddies saw, like, they gave him the key. Yeah, he... he That's true. Yeah, and he also told his, his friend, like, uh, that he got to drive. Did David find something at the party? Do you guys remember that? David he is... Did, did yeah. he pick something up off the floor? I forget what it was. It was, uh, Scott's hat. That's right. And he wasn't wearing it when he ran away from Steve's house, so... Oh. Where is it? Where's that hat? Where's that oh, hat? I Hopefully it's not in the car. Who picked up the hat? David did. David picked he up the hat. At the, when he was looking for Scott to go home, and he's like, ah. oh my god, that guy actually left me here. <laughs> he found his cat because it fell off when he jumped in the pool, I or fell yeah. pushed in the pool. Yeah, that was so... I, and I just happened to notice he wasn't wearing it when he ran down the street, so... I'm Good just call. Saying I totally forgot about maybe that. Maybe he had to take it off when he put the helmet on. I yeah. definitely think he's going to find out who yeah, wrecked well, maybe his Maybe we'll predict that that's going to be a, a happen if we watch the next yeah. episode. So, uh... So, yeah, car rolls down, smashes smash. into another car, so he'd only... Damage Steve's car, you damage someone else's probably very expensive. Yeah, and that's the Ferrari that Steve's car ate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It literally uh, happened. So, uh, what's going to go on now is Brandon um, meets up with Marianne at school. Like, he sees her eating alone. Yeah. And he's he like... sushi? He's like... Yeah, it's like California. They eat sushi here. For lunch. Yeah. Imagine me, like, in my Ontario basement watching like, this. Oh, I can't like, wait to eat sushi, sushi at high sushi? school. She's really thinking how she got it, but it's because they're catered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's been, like, nervous, like, what if she doesn't like me, even though she, like, wrote his, her number Yeah, apparently Brenda says he's been talking about her all weekend long. Don't you think she's pretty, Brenda? Do you think she'll like me, Brenda? Should I ask her out, Brenda? I, that was a cute scene. I did think that. I thought all the scenes between Brenda and Brenda were cute. They have good chemistry. I think they totally wanted to bone, and they hide it pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there, there Is are, he like... older than her in real life? Oh, uh, we'd have to look. He looks, he looks I think they're older. all I thought, around I the thought same he was age. a year older than her and then I was shocked to find that they were twins. They are all way older than they're playing so I'm, I'm really surprised Eric hasn't complained about that. I believe Andrea was 32 in this movie. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, she she looks so older. She, and, and, and five years from now that's when it really starts to show mm-hmm. right? It's um. like, I know um, but Brian um, and, or 
Yeah. The kids are are are, are younger. The, I think the kids Corey look Spelling good. is younger, but Shannon, Jason Priestley, Jenny Garth, I think they're all around the same age, which was like 25, 26. Yeah, um, Ke- Kelly and Brenda both look uh, like their age. Brenda looks super young to me. There's even times when I didn't recognize her as Shannon yeah. Doherty. And, uh, it's weird. And I think she's in her early twenties. Steve looks uh, yeah, looks his age. Brandon kind of looks. He's close enough for me. Canadian treasure. Jason it's Priestley. better than in Vampire Diaries, where the guy looks like he was in his thirties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which he wasn't though. He was in anyway. his twenties. Yeah. Yeah. The um, they were about probably about the same age. So yeah. Brandon goes to Anne Marie, uh, Marianne, uh, and he's like, "Hey, what do you want to like go to Paris on the weekend as a joke?" And she's like, yeah, let's go to Paris. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh shit. That I was a joke. I way overstepped here. I can't afford that. But maybe we could go out for dinner instead. Um, and he has to, she says yes. And he has to, because he doesn't know the town, he has to ask Andrea for, uh, what's a good romantic yeah. place to bring someone. She just someone. wants her story. She's a, like, a, like, wait a second. You're going out and like trying to, uh, take girls on dates to romantic Romantic places to eat, and you haven't even given me the story yet. <laughs> What's going on here? Hoist story. Like, she literally is like, if you don't give it to me tomorrow, I'm writing it myself. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> please do. Shouldn't please exist. do. You just, you literally said it was a point that you were making. I yeah. think that she, her intention was that she says the water polo thing, or what something story? Serious. She, yeah, something real. Um, gotcha. That's not what she said. No, no, she she didn't she didn't say that. But no. I think that's what she meant. And uh, as he's leaving, he's storming off to finish the story. She's like, "Wait, hold on. Uh, there's this really good place. It's called Blue Blue yeah, Moons or Blue Shadows, something um, in Malibu. It's it's Moon really shadows. good. Moon Shadows. Yes, that is it. Yeah, nice one. Uh, and she's like, Cat is she Stevens? Is she <laughs> special? And he's like, I don't know. She could be, maybe. Yeah. And Andrea's like, huh. He's going to say that a lot. About a lot of women. <laughs> Is it always going to be her asking, like, wait a second, you, you got a thing for this girl? Is Do you she... want me to answer that seriously? Because no, there's don't. so much on both these shows that I want to tell you guys. The history is insane of what's going to happen and, like, what's happening. And I just want to be like, and tell you everything and I can't do it. Don't um, do it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's supposed to be setting up, like, uh, she's kind of, like, not falling for him, but, like, oh, he's, he's better than the, he's not just the dumb jock. He's got something... He's he's got a he's got a head on his shoulders and a heart in his oh, chest. God damn it! Um, Kelly uh, alters Brenda's ID yeah. by like drawing Minnesota. on it. They literally write the dates over the dates. Like yeah, that would never work. with a pencil, I think. Yeah, <laughs> not a pen. Yeah. Very like funny. A sharpie. Um, but uh, Kelly accurately and correctly says like nobody here even knows what a Mi- Minneapolis yeah. driver's license looks like so it doesn't doesn't matter it does work it helps out of state helps and i think that's why kids try to get out of state ids for fake ids what? It's like if you don't you're used to looking the same thing yeah. over and over again you know exactly yeah. what it should look like yeah it's a lot easier to spot a fake one it actually didn't work for me when i uh, was of legal age to uh, buy alcohol and i had and they a said it was fake i had a yukon driver's license which looks like shit it, it's like a piece <laughs> yeah. of pa- it's like a laminated piece of paper yeah. and i went to winnipeg to hang out with my friends and i and they wouldn't let they me buy yeah, it took like twenty minutes. I had to get like the manager and like get, can we get the person from the back to come out here? They came out yeah. with like a big book to like look through. Uh, I will crazy. say our our crazy. liquor distribution system in this country is very hardcore, and they t- they are yeah. Because I had trouble too. I've lived in different provinces where they just be like ah. But I, talking about like getting into a club is, I think, a little different story. Yeah, and but yeah, I've had that in Beverly Hills like, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So um, there's a, a as Brenda's heading out to go to the club. Um, her mom's like, you don't need to put on so much makeup. She's like, mom, oh, so the it's dress Beverly she's Hills. Wearing? She's like, mom, you need to put on more makeup. You can use my makeup if you want. <laughs> uh, there was a that was a fun little scene with her, her and her mom. And her mom's like, okay, so where's the party at this time? And Brenda's like, gotta lie. Uh, I don't know. She's like, okay, just give me Kelly's number. I'll ask her. She's like, mom, come on. They here in California, they treat the kids like adults. She's yeah. like, well, you're not. Yeah, good for them. That's not happening here. You, I want you back by. Yeah. 12. She's like, 12.45. 12.15. They're arguing about it. Again. Yeah. So. But she successfully gets her to not go out to the car again. And the girls are waiting. They're like looking. They're like, oh my God, is the mom going to come out again? That was insane. And so embarrassing. So embarrassing. But yeah. I like that their, uh, her new friends didn't like give her too, too no, hard time for it. No, they were nice about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're right. That give was so break. embarrassing. Give her a break. She's Minnesota. Yeah, she's from out of town. Give a break. Uh, so the final thing that we see in this half of the episode is they try and get into the club. Uh, Brenda shows the bouncer her ID first. It works. The, the bouncer's like a little suspicious, but okay. It's, I don't know, Minneapolis ID. Goes Go on in. in. Kelly tries to get in and she, he's like, no, nah, you can't get Even in. Even though she's used it before. She's like, look at it again. Check, check the, do the arithmetic. I'm 21. He's like, hmm. Licks his finger and easily wipes off the pencil that she wrote on yeah. the ID. And then rips it in half. Rips it in half. It's That's paper. what I'm supposed to do. Which it's paper. Uh, is a problem. Well, they were back then. Yeah. Which is weird. But yeah. like, Great. that's her actual driver's license yeah. that we just ripped up. So it's like, you're supposed to take fake IDs. Yes. But that's not a fake ID. That's her ID with some pencil marks on it. Um, well, he does give her a chance to say, like, he's like, no, you can't get in the club. Here's your ID back. Yeah, totally. And he's I'm like, all right, if you're gonna, if you're going to push the issue. What's mean? So, this is where the episode abruptly ends, because it's not actually the end of an episode. No. It's just what about Brenda? Minutes. Well, she gets in. She yeah. Gets in. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I think and that's I saw, the last line. I yeah. saw a few seconds. As they're, oh, and they're like, oh, well, we'll just go, or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, what? And they're like, what about, one, one person says, what about Brenda? And yeah. they're just like, it's how, gone. How are, how, she doesn't know how to get home. It's mean. She just, she's not from this town. Yeah. You just, like, can you just like get her a friend and tell her that we can't? Yeah. Follow her in. All right. What about because logically she would also not be of age. No. Okay. That's true. All right. What's going to happen if we watch the next half of the first episode of Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two? Um, Andrea is going to give Brandon a hard time about his story, but ultimately it's a good story. Okay. Jeez. That already happened. Uh, no, well, he has. She's, she's going to like continue the story. to give him a hard time. Okay. But she Loves. she knows it that he's a good writer. Story, okay. Um, uh, I do think that uh, Scott will be blamed for Steve. Uh, Steve just knows like a freshman drove him home, and when they find his hat, it is going to be like blamed on Scott. It's the other kid's hat, yes. Yeah, the skater yeah. kids. Um. And that's going to cause a rift between him and Dave. Okay. And Brenda, what's going to happen with Brenda? I think uh, my prediction is that Brenda's going to be totally fine. Nothing bad's going to happen in that club. Uh, and it's going to be, uh, everybody's going to be worried for nothing. It's going to be completely good. Okay, Brenda. Only good a, things. Has a good night. Has a good time. That gets home. Totally, totally safe. True. Okay, last time you predicted based on the pilot who you thought Gossip Girl was. So did you? are you changing your mind? Do you still think Chuck is Gossip Girl? I don't know if he actually is, but I'm not going to change my prediction. <laughs> okay, still Chuck. Oh, there's a thing that at the beginning of, at the end of the episode one of Gossip Girl. Yeah. 
there's this this thing set up where like Chuck actually knows the secrets. He knows that Nate and Serena slept together. Yeah. And he's going to use that info to make their life a living hell. But at the end of this episode, it's just like, oh, yeah, I know. I know the secret. And they all know. Yeah. Well, they were kind of mad that he knew. But it's but like... they didn't know that he knew. I thought that they were setting up... Yeah. That uh, he was going to use it. Yeah. But I think probably what happened was after the pilot, they realized like, oh, we don't want to have a gossip girl and Chuck is like knowing the secrets and... Uh, Everything. All right, they are now writing down the name of the show that they no longer want to see again. I think Eric's made it pretty obvious what he's going to write down. Right. My pen ran out, ran out of ink, but oh, you know no. what it is. Well, it doesn't matter. I have another pen. It's it, you can read it. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me get you your snacks. It's a very important part of the podcast, right? Okay. Yeah. Here you go. All right. One Hell three. yeah. One for you. Thank you very much. Saskia still does have a snack steal, so she can Ooh, take one of those. Almond crystal. It's tradition. I'm going to eat it. It's, no, I won't take it. It's tradition. It's an, it. And we have new traditions. Vote number one is Gossip Girl. Oh my god. Vote number two is Gossip Girl. Oof. And then in brackets says for Luke. Of course, we haven't seen Luke Perry. I have not seen Luke Perry. We have not seen him. Who is not only the most important person on this show, he's also in the description of every episode of our podcast. Uh, So we're (laughs) going to also at least watch two more episodes of Beverly Hills 90210 to get to him, because he's in the second episode, which is entitled The Green Room, and is an amazing episode, and you're going to love it so much. Saskia, I know that you uh, were undecided. I was incredibly undecided. Thank you for helping me throw Gossip Girl. And now me and you are just going to watch Gossip Girl, right? Yeah, yeah. I I may even watch one today. Yes, me too. (laughs) Boom! We're going to get to talk about Gossip Girl at work all the time now. Ah, yeah. Goodness. So happy. This is uh, too good. This is. (laughs) It's almost, too good. Almost better than when you started watching How I Met Your Mother. Which I'm is almost so. so close to being done. I only have like 15 episodes left. I didn't watch one yesterday because I watched Buffy. Okay, so as these two know, uh, the next show on my list, number seven mm-hmm. of the best teen dramas of all yeah. time, is the second show on my list that they have both already seen. Uh, and that is the delightful... Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Uh, Saskia watched it because we picked it on TV Donut. Yes. One of our first shows. uh, She immediately understood how excellent it was. Uh, Just too bad. It's lucky, actually, because the first season is rocky. Oh, wow. They loved the pilot. I was worried. Uh, I thought, ooh. I did not enjoy the pilot. Thinking back, it's definitely not my favorite season. Really glad that I gave it a second chance. They both really liked it. Yeah, I was surprised. But we also had the finale. I think that helps you. Yeah, much better than the Daisies is, is Max Medina. Max Medina's nuts. So these two get to pick their favorite episode of all time of Gilmore Girls. We are including the uh, recent updated episodes, which I personally loved. I did too. Uh, and uh, they are going to fight it out. And, and whoever has the winning episode is once again get an amazing prize. And now you know how amazing the prizes can be. Yeah. So. You lost out on the bill pillow by picking the wrong episode <laughs> of Freaks and Geeks. And Saskia gets to see it every single day and of I her do. life. I do. Yeah. I really messed up. I really should have taken it more seriously. So I hope that you understood um, this time that you need to do... Uh, better. Well, I actually had a really difficult... I had a very hard I was time. very stressed out about this because 
I've only seen every Gilmore Girls episode once. I've never rewatched an episode, whereas Freaks and Geeks, I know them backwards and yeah. forwards. Well, there's like 100 to like 12. Yes, there's seven, different ratio. seven seasons plus four movies, right. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up going with season six, episode 13. Uh, I believe it's called Friday Night's Alright for Fighting. You uh, need to know the name of the episode. I listed my top three. Oh, uh, good. Um, but that's I only not my number one, one so, that's, so we're good. I picked Friday Night's Alright for Fighting because of the end of the episode. This is uh, this is an iconic moment uh, in Gilmore Girls. It's like they they've been the the four of them, like the 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 three Gilmore Girls plus uh, Lorelai's father, have been fighting like off and on that whole season. And they just decide, you know what, we need to, we're staying here for dinner and we are not going to leave until we figure this out. And it becomes this extremely well-directed, very, very excellent montage. It's like a three-minute long montage, a four-minute long montage of them fighting, like, all the night. And by the end of the fight, they're good. Good. Um, I think this is specifically one of the episodes I told you this week that I don't like. So oh, I think no. Saskia is in good shape. What episode oh. did you pick? I have chosen a finale. Ooh. It is the finale. I actually have two season finales on my this list is of top three. Because right? that's another one I don't love. Which wedding? The one uh, Suki and Jackson's that's wedding. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get uh. started. Season 2, episode 22. Amazing. Okay, wow, Val, you're back in the game. You're back in the game. Fantastic. I I had a a comedic episode as my second one, but I chose to go with that one. Okay, I'm Uh, excited. Listen, no episode of Gilmore Girls is a bad episode of Gilmore Girls. I would disagree. Okay. Most (laughs) episodes of Gilmore Girls are very good. Most are good, yeah. Uh, and those two included are both good episodes. Again, they're ones that I wouldn't go back to because of the emotional uh, horribleness of both of them. It's, yeah. That's yeah. things that... I, Hannah, you know Hannah. Hannah doesn't want that. <laughs> Hannah wants the good episodes where everything works out. Yeah. Was, ugh, whatever, it's fine. Okay. So it would have been the season four finale had it not been that for was my. Yuri's that was close. Incredibly terrible decision. But that was... I love that decision. Oh, so That's bad. a terrible decision. Well, so bad. Uh, We're going to talk about all of this on the next episode of Clash of the Teen Drama Titans. So... Please tune in, and then uh, you'll get to find out what's number six on the list, which is... Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Uh, right. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yo. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Where is she answering? And who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. XO. XO. Gossip.